What up, world? How you doing? How's it going? Um, interviewed my good friend Bryce James. He is a very talented artist. Uh, inspires me a lot. You know, whether he's uh, taking photos, making videos, um, making T-shirts, or sculpting. Whatever he's doing, he's always good at it. And um, he's one of my longtime really good friends. And so it was just uh, good to catch up a little bit and, um, you know, talk to him a little bit about being an artist and his uh, process. Um, make sure to check out his clothing brand, Bad Year, and just uh, check out anything else that he's up to. Um, it was a good talk, and I hope you enjoy it. Here's my conversation with Bryce James. How's uh, how's this time been for you? What have you been up to? Um, it's been weird. I don't know. I haven't. I've just been trying to stay busy, like and busy as much as I can, but. It's so slow. I don't have work. I don't have like facilities to go and make art, make artwork. So none of those Otis, none of them, you can't go to any of them? No, I was actually just at Otis today getting some uh, like materials for ceramics because I left them there. I didn't bother to ever like go get them before all this, all this closure started happening. So thankfully I had someone who could like plug me in and like I was able to get some like clay and stuff like that, but I was, I'm not able to like fire stuff. Just got to grab it and go. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been slow. It's been weird, but. Just, what have you, have you been able to work on art and do stuff here? Like very briefly, but it's like, I don't even have like the motivation to go out and take pictures sometimes. So I think I'm just trying to take the time and do like research if anything. Um, but yeah, I think, it, I think it's been slow as it has been for like other friends that I've talked to some friends, but like, it seems like it's just like, um a hard time to be making stuff if if you're if your inspiration comes from just like going out hanging mm. out with friends you know yeah uh, how do you usually find inspiration I, I think a lot of it is like what I was just saying like going out with friends and just like I don't know bouncing around the city yeah I think it's been a hard time for for most artists yeah. and like especially with I think initially you know you have the expectation that it's like we're going to be able to create so much. Mm -hmm. I think that kind of leads into it is that you have so much free time. Oh yeah. For, yeah, definitely. Um, you, I think everyone has been in a uh, headspace where they're like, yes, I have all this time to make work, but it's like, now that you do, it's hard to only, only be stuck in the zone where you're trying to make work. What kind of, uh, what kind of things have you been maybe before the uh, coronavirus happened and stuff and then afterwards what kind of things have you been working on um i think yeah like just researching kind of for other like projects that i want to be doing in the future like just like looking at art, different artists and stuff yeah. um, do you have ideas for things that you want to do i've been like sketching stuff because i've been working on like like vases and vessels there's one over there yeah um but I've just been drawing a bunch of little little doodles to like glaze onto ceramics and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's been really like slow. <laughs> yeah. 
so like so you graduated from otis like a year ago right, almost yeah last year in may so yeah it's almost been a year now how's the whole last year been for you like after afterwards yeah after? what was, i mean i don't know i think about a lot my expectation towards the end of college and like what what i was planning to do with my life and I don't know. Did yeah. you think about that? And I'm sure you did. Everybody yeah. thinks about. I mean, I'm doing that every day. It seems like, like, yeah. what's the next move? And especially during school, there's so much pressure to like have something lined up afterwards and like be secure. But um, I don't know. I think like just seeing how other friends that I grew up with and like you and like just Ethan and just like random other people, like they're not really doing what they went to school for. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm just like taking it day by day and not trying to like, I never try to get too, too caught up in like what I was going to do after school and just kind of being like, whatever happens, happens. But of course, like trying to prepare myself for uh, what happened after school was like a big thing, like trying to do internships. But I don't know. It was, it's been slow. I'm just working at Blake or, or I was working at Blake. But you did, uh, you had a, a one or two internships after or you were working for that one artist right right yeah i was working with um this artist patricia fernandez for a little bit just like helping her out in their studio but i think since this whole virus thing has happened i haven't been doing that as as, as a part um same with my work like i haven't been working for like a month now because of the virus so that was your first time really working for like a professional artist I'd say so. I had, like, assisted some, like, teachers and stuff during school, but for the most part, like, I, I was doing that a little bit more consistently, which was nice, but mm -hmm. um, it was just more so, like, her just hitting me up to, like, come in and help out in the studio. I feel like that's kind of the grind of being an artist is you kind of have to help people with their projects until you maybe get the recognition or the ability to have people work on your own My projects own yeah. is that how it usually works yeah i would say so i mean i think a lot of like my professors would say like it's good to like get an internship or work with an artist and see how they do it and stuff but of course then you're just like i went to school to be an artist i didn't go to school to like work for an artist but of course that just comes with like every stepping stone of yeah. the way and like maybe i could have done that without going to school but i definitely think i wouldn't have like helped all the people that I've helped out like other artists if it wasn't for school yeah so, like yeah what do you learn from helping out uh, those other artists I've just been trying to like use it as much as I can to my ability in terms of like learning and it's been cool to just see how like people who are like she the artist that I was working for Patricia Fernandez was like a pretty well-known artist I I wasn't aware of her before um and she's a painter? Yeah painter, sculptor. I was helping her with some like carvings works I was like marking wood um in her studio in Chinatown but um yeah it's just nice to see how artists just work and just know that there's not really anything else that I'm not doing I mean of, of course like there's deadlines and there's like more pressure so she has to like work to a certain extent but at the same time it's just like she's just in there just making stuff you know just working with different ideas and um just I don't know I didn't have this like this whole different reality to it. It was just like, oh, this is just like what I'm doing, you know? Like, yeah. I just gotta push it. So that was cool, and just in terms of like, I don't have to be so overwhelmed with like what it means to be an artist. Yeah. Everyone's just kind of making. Do you have uh, ideas for projects that you're like, oh, one day when I have a 
army of people. Oh yeah, all the, yeah. I feel like all the time, and I think like my friends have that, those thoughts too of just like things that will, things that like you uh, dream about, but you just don't have like the resources for. Yeah. Um, I think that's the main thing is just like, not having the money or like yeah, just like the tools to do exactly what you have to do. So you, um, I guess you you just find uh, substitutes for the time being. But yeah, of course, there's definitely bigger things that I would like to do. But sometimes, like, it's, like, far-fetched, and I'm just, like, you have the ability to think about, like, big ideas, but you don't know if it'll ever happen or if it's a dumb idea. Yeah. Well, like, no budget or no costs taken into account, what kind of crazy thing do you think you would do? I don't know. I've, I've always, I've been talking to my friends about, like, doing, like, a ceramic studio. I don't know. There's so many different things. It's hard. I've wanted to open up a nightclub in L.A., just random things that like I'm interested in that I hope that I can maybe just make it on a bigger spectrum that other people can maybe come in and have you been to nightclubs here no that's the thing I don't know why I would want to build one <laughs> it's the craziest idea I remember I was talking to about my mom and I was like yeah I want to like I don't know like just because I, I bond so much with my friends about music and I just think it would be so sick to like have you and Mike and just like all my friends who play music or not even play music, just DJ and stuff who have like an interest in music um, and like consistently try to like seek out just like good music and like, I don't know. Yeah, dude, that's like one of the big motivations for me are things that like, I guess pushes me in a sense to do things is or want to be successful or whatever your definition of that is, is like, I want to be able to like, put my friends on, you know, yeah. and have the power to make yeah. things happen for the people that I'm yeah. think are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially artists, you know, yeah. if you could be able to be like, I love this musician, let me let help me them, them on. get yeah. their dreams or whatever. That would be, yeah, I mean, that would be the coolest. But that reminded me when you said the nightclub and putting me and Mike up there. Yeah, <laughs> even just not not to perform, not like a venue like that, just for people to like. Oh, listen. hear music? Yeah. yeah. I mean, to perform too, but it would just be nice to just have like a platform for like my friends to just show off the good music that they're showing to me to like more yeah. people and just have people boogie. No, yeah, I think that would be a cool idea. Some type of alternative type of nightclub because probably... I mean, maybe in Santa Barbara, I went to a few little kind of clubs there, but it's like, I'm not a fan of the music that they're right. playing and the whole vibe and that. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I definitely have like my theories of like what the structure would be. Um, but yeah, I definitely like have only been to, I think like one nightclub out here. It's like an 18 up nightclub. I'm trying to think. Blue Mondays. <laughs> That's what it is. Can't believe I shouted out Blue Mondays. <laughs> I've only been there like twice, but it was cool. There's, there's, oh, I've only been there like, yeah, a couple times. Um, and there was cool. There was like different themed rooms, which was nice. It's kind of a big venue, but yeah, I don't know. That's just a, that's just a dream. We were talking about, uh, school mm. kind of before I kind of asked, but growing up with our friends and stuff, it seemed like everyone was kind of, everyone around us was going in one direction. You know, most people graduating and they, apply to colleges, mm. go to COC or go mm. to yeah. whatever four-year college. Yeah. And um, you chose to go to an art school, which I always think yeah, about. Crazy, as being... crazy idea. I think about that all the time. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I 
No, but I, I, I just, I really, uh, I, I respect it. Well, thank you. Because not a lot of people were doing that where we were from. I mean, yeah. maybe it's more common in other places, but just, you know, yeah, yeah, looking no. at our valley and what most people were doing. Right. Yeah. I mean, thanks for saying that. I, th- I definitely think art school is like a big leap of faith for me, yeah. but like one that I'm so grateful I took. I would yeah. Say. Are you, are you able to like think back to high school about what your thoughts were? towards the end of high school and what you were going to do at that point? Yeah, I I remember just being super paranoid and like really overwhelmed with it cuz I knew I knew like I wanted to do something. I knew I wanted to learn and like get an education maybe. I just knew that I wanted to do something that I was going to be happy with. And um cuz remember I was like committed to go to Humboldt and everything. Right. Yeah. I forgot about so that. like I just remember my mom would always tell me to like go in and see my counselor and like I would go see the counselor and he would like tell me like like what are you into and I was like not like I don't know he would just go through the list and I'm like nothing and like I think I finally came up with business just because that seemed like a pretty straightforward thing and like a lot of I think some people or a lot of people were going into that because it just seemed it just seemed like the safe option really Mm -hmm. um so yeah I remember like I did that to like kind of satisfy my mom like okay like I picked a school I'm going there for this um but still like in the back like it it just didn't sit right and I I still just had that like um uneasy feeling and like I still wasn't happy even though like I made my mom happy I didn't make myself happy because I was like I don't know why I'm going to school there I visited Humboldt and um the scenery is nice but like even even that that was the only thing bringing bringing me to that school was just like um it was a cool like location. Um, I had applied to like some school in Colorado too, and then uh, Chico. And I think I got into both of them and Humboldt, and I went with Humboldt. And then still, just from that point, I was just like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And it was just like I think that was just like causing a lot of issues with just myself and like maybe like friendships I had at the time, and um, I think particularly just like with my mom, like. Um, just because I was unhappy with everything that was going on, so um, with picking a school, and then I remember like a couple months before, I had to like uh, go to Humboldt. I like uh, I came to my mom and I was just like, I can't do that. Like I'm, I don't I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I, I know what it will be is not going to Humboldt. Um, and then all the, all of a sudden, I just was applying to an art school the therapist I had at the time was like talking about what I wanted to do because I it was at a point where I had uh, dropped out of Humboldt and he was just like what do you like doing and I was like I like skating I like doodling I like photography I like making videos and he's like well it sounds like you're an artist and I was like oh like okay maybe you're right and I remember my mom like telling me that too just being like well do you just want to go to art school and I was like no like Because at the time, that was just like, yeah, it was just a thing where no one was doing that. And it just wasn't even in my my mind to ever go to art school like that. It was so left. Um, And then once I, yeah, at the time, uh, my therapist was like, well, yeah, it sounds like you're an artist. And then all of a sudden, I'm just like applying or looking at different schools online. And I had toured Otis with my dad. And I remember just being like looking at the work on the walls and everything and just being like, this looks so hard. Like I can never do any of this. And like, yeah, that's what he told me. He's, uh, he was like, well, what do you think? And I'll, he, he's just like, seems really hard, but if you want to do it, do it. Um, 
and then so yeah in like july like a month before like you you start having to go to school i applied and i got in i remember i was on my way to your house i like got out of the car i got the notification like congratulations you got accepted and i was like oh sick and it's still like in that moment I, it wasn't registering to me that i was like i got accepted like that's such an exciting moment i didn't like tell any of you guys it just kind of happened um and it, yeah, that's because that's how it happened for me. It just happened. Like, and then all of a sudden I'm in fucking art school and from um, switching my major to business all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm in fucking art school. That's awesome. It just happened. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think sometimes it takes that it takes somebody else. Maybe maybe it took for you that somebody else to be like, yo, you're an artist. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. kind of hard to just. I, I, th- I think at the time, especially like I didn't want to give myself I still don't even want to give myself that that um that title yeah but I guess yeah I know what you mean (laughs) I mean like for me I guess growing up when you think of an artist you think of somebody who's painting like the Mona Lisa or somebody you just maybe hold it up to such a high right exactly I think that's what I did um and then thinking about I guess just the way that some people talk about people being artists or like mm-hmm. you know never giving up whatever dreams they have right. and stuff but um i mean for me the older i've got the more i'm just like more confident in just doing what you i mean what are you going to do suppress what you love to do right yeah. like when you're younger you want to you want to fake it and try to be something that other people right are and like. that, that's exactly what i was doing in high school it just yeah it just took that that breakthrough for me to realize like oh this is what i should be doing and once you uh, got accepted and you decided you're going to art school, were you still a little uneasy about it? Maybe was there a point when you finally realized, like, oh yeah, yeah, I ma- or do you think you made the right choice? Maybe do you ever think about if? Because I think about this a lot, but I didn't go to art school, right, right. so I usually think about if I didn't go to college and just worked on what I really wanted to, um, would I have been happier? Or would I would I be in a better spot? Um, no, I think I've definitely looked at, I went to Otis College, just disclaimer. Um, I definitely look at it as just like a beneficial experience overall. I mean, school's school, like there's definitely pros and cons. Um, I think overall I've had, I've, I've had some ups and downs, like with, like I've had some good opportunities as far as being an artist, which is cool. So I think there are moments. Yeah, I guess I can say that. Yes, I have had moments where like, it's like, yeah, I'm happy that I chose to be an artist. What are maybe some of your uh, projects that you are most proud of? Or that were cool experiences, opportunities that you've gotten through art? Just like being able to, I don't know, I did that one thing with Interwave. They asked me to do the, the ceramic headpiece for the single they had. Um, mushroom. Yeah, for the single mushroom. Um, so that was cool. And plus they've, they've offered me other positions to just like take photos for them at like shows and stuff like that. So I don't know if that's necessarily particularly uh, attached to going to Otis or just, I think that was mainly just like meeting people mm-hmm. mutually. Um, but just being in shows and like seeing how to set up my own shows is cool. Although those were just through like the venues were just at school, but, um, me and my other studio mate Ruby like had a show in one of, in my studio, which was cool. And I don't know, it was just fun to collaborate with a bunch of other artists all the time and make stuff happen. How many shows have you had? You've I've been at Otis and then 
There's the I've only been in like two or three outside of Otis. I would I would say. And those what were, were those ones called again? Worst crowd, wrong crowd. Those with some friends, Wyatt and Fitzum. Those are like the main two people that that organized it. Um, and they asked me to be a part of that, so I didn't really have too much say on like what venue or what was happening with it. Um, but still, like cool that they saw me as an artist and were like, oh, we we want to include them in this. Those were crazy. Yeah. I mean, there was what three of those. There was, I think there was two. two. Yeah. I went to one of, I think I went to the second one, which was like bananas. There was like people flooding on. The yeah, street. it was a wild experience. And it, yeah, that, that definitely made me have a different perception on how art shows can go or just like being an artist can go. Yeah. Cause you guys had music that went with it too. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, the first one had how many people show up? I have no idea. It seemed like a thousand. I could be off. Oh, I can really? be like. <laughs> and the second one was just as big. I feel like I I could be over exaggerating so much, but it just seemed like no, in some, my head it was like a thousand. Too. It could ju- it just seemed. I mean, like in and out, yeah. not there at one point, but it just seemed like so many people. I were couldn't there. even go in. I remember when I showed yeah. up, I was like, "There's no way I'm getting in there." Yeah, but I, think I mean, I'm squeaked my way in. Yeah, I mean that comes with like a group show. There's so many different people, but obviously, yeah. if it was like if I had like a solo show, there wouldn't be as many people. But um, and yeah, free spot. I think it was free beer too. Yeah. People are always looking for yeah, something yeah. free to do. Yeah, I definitely have that was cool to like do at the time, but I definitely think like grow getting older and seeing how uh shows can run. I mean like reception is like the opening night of a show. Yeah. Um which like can can be like a party, but yeah. I think overall I would like to have like an experience with people where like you could like sit like no one asked me anything about my work. Like I barely talked to anyone about it. Yeah. But it's like it's fine at that time but i mean to a certain degree i would want it to be in a in a situation where you can kind of engage more with the people who are there to maybe see your work specifically or like saw your work and are like i I like that (laughs) no i always i mean i always thought after that i was like okay they've had those two they could definitely start charging money and get the crowd down but still get a good amount of people that would come through and yeah i think i think uh why didn't fit some had wanted to do more but um yeah i don't know i don't know what happened huh maybe um, in the future so you did those two and then i had some in like school i probably was like in three during school like yeah just like a group show with my studio um ones that i made just like by myself with other classmates and then like the end of the year one and then you did the one in Valencia, does that? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. That that counts as another one. That was a solo show where it wasn't as crazy. Yeah. I, I really, I really liked that show. There's a good turnout show. there, though. Yeah, yeah, I really liked the way that set up because it was just, like, super DIY. Um, and I did it all myself. And, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that one was really cool. Just to, um, especially when you're the only one there and you can kind of just do whatever. You, it's all up to you. That yeah, cool. which is a lot of pressure, but definitely, like, way cooler. How does it feel during a show or after a show of people coming up to you asking about your work? Maybe your parents coming and when they talk to you and stuff, how does that feel? It's weird. I mean, because like I have so many different friends that are coming from so many different like places, like some friends who are actually like artist friends, some friends who I skate with, some friends who I are family friends or like cousins or family so it's like a bunch of different people coming for different reasons just to support or whether like it's just a random person that um and like likes my work off instagram or something you know so it's 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 weird um i mean yeah it feels good when people actually like seem like 
give a fuck i don't know or seem to take care about what i'm doing that means yeah. a lot to me when you're making art though how much how much of it uh how much do you think about the people who are gonna one day see it i don't know i mean that's always tricky because you you always want to make what you want to make but i mean obviously you want people to be able to to consume it and have a reaction to it um so i think it's like half and half but that that comes with just like having people like come over and seeing the work and being like is this doing something like you got to have like studio visits or just talk to your friends about the work and um have that connection before i feel like i do that all the time before i uh, actually release something is like i gotta make sure that it's 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 sparking something for someone like just if it's just running it by a friend and being like hey is this working like do you like this it could be as simple as that or it can be more like in-depth conversation um trying to like get across what i'm trying to get across in the work mm. um, but sometimes yeah i'll just release something when i made like a cool drawing that i thought was cool of course yeah but, yeah dude a lot of times i struggle with that with just the idea of is this for me or is it for other people even with this podcast like yeah am i talking for myself uh-huh. things i'm curious or things that i think other people would want to know or music you know is there a point of releasing thing something if i think people won't like it or, yeah yeah um it's very tricky yeah it is i mean art is just a it's just a weird thing to put out there but yeah. it's important I mean, just this little, like, video that I put on my Instagram. Yeah. You, I made it, like, three or four years ago. Right, right, right. And just yeah. didn't put it I mean, out. And now I'm just like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. And then I'm like, I should have just, but who cares? Even with this podcast, too. I think it comes, I don't know. The more that I look at social media and people's reactions to stuff, the more pressure it puts on me. Yeah. Even from just doing these, you know, few podcasts after posting them and now that i know it's it became like real that mm-hmm. people will hear this and getting people's yeah. reactions so it puts have people been like hitting you up or any like i like the podcast uh just you and that's just me what do you mean <laughs> um i doubt yeah that. no if, i mean yeah a few people yeah, yeah, yeah. especially the people i've interviewed they're like right, right, right. cool or whatever yeah, i haven't yeah. gotten any haters yet so yeah they'll that's come. when i know i'll make it yeah they'll come start getting haters so going through art school, are you are you thinking about how you're going to apply this to life after college? What you're going to do with your life? or No, I try not to. I think lately I've just been trying to do like day by day because I just get too, I'll just get too stressed out of like what the future holds. Even though I should be like, obviously, um, to a certain degree, I think I, I try to be responsible. Like, how am I going to make money? How am I going to make this like a real thing? You know, I have to think about that constantly, but... And you just start to get overwhelmed too much and you just got to do what you can. And yeah. Yeah. If you're, I mean, if you're able to be comfortable in the present, just doing what you love, mm-hmm. then that's that, good. Enough. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's been working out for me. I think, um, I definitely, yeah, just get too in my head about what, what's going to happen next. Um, so I try not to do that, but there's always something I'm, I'm preparing for whether it be like a show I hope to have or like a job I hope to get. Yeah. Um, and so many opportunities have come your way that you didn't, didn't expect. Yeah. Expect to yeah, come. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, even if I have this one thing that I'm fixated on, that may never come and something better may come or worse, hopefully not worse, but hopefully something better, but, or something the same. Yeah. You mentioned, uh, inner wave. You've worked with other musicians too. Like, 
Bane's World. Right, yeah, yeah. Did, They're uh, all like Michael I met Michael Sayer. Yeah, I've I feel like I became friends with all of them through Michael Sayer's drummer Antonio Aiello, who's a very great artist. You should yeah. check him out. I'm sure you, I think you've seen him stuff, but anyway, he went to Otis. He was like one of the first friends I met at Otis. And um he really inspired me to to just keep doing what I'm doing what I'm doing today and he sh- uh, introduced me to so many different people. We went to that one show, that first show that Michael yeah. Sayer had. Yeah. Um, one of their first shows and I think yeah from there I was just like oh this is cool they're really good live and just from there I just kept going to their shows and then yeah you just kind of start becoming friends with people and I uh re-read the interview that you did with um Temperex Temperex yeah, yeah I was like that's the only interview I've done so I had to be I with know. him <laughs> the name just slipped my mind yeah um it was good how did that come about that that was actually for a um it's for a class, like a, yeah, like an advertising class or something. Um, so I just needed like some project to do, like something that would be like pub, uh, publicized, like in a magazine or something. And he was going to Cal Arts at the time. He's from San Diego, I believe. Isn't it Joseph Flores? Um, but yeah, he was going to Cal Arts at the time for like graphic design or something. So he just happened to be like in Santa Clarita. So I just hit him up and I was like, hey, I needed do something like i need something for class yeah I, I pitched it to him like i need i was hoping if i could interview you um so that's how that happened just super randomly because i needed to a project um and also like i just was a fan of his music at the time so i thought it would just work out for the best like i could hang out with him and just ask him some questions and take some photos of him but also get an assignment done it was on some website i saw yeah yeah, yeah. i don't remember I can't remember the name, but um, I think it was something San Diego based that he oh, okay. he, he kind of organized that. Oh, it was like after we did the interview for my for me, and then he was like, "Can I put this on here?" My friend asked, and I was like, "Yeah, sure." It was funny. I actually ran into the person who ran that magazine at some like Converse event. She like I don't know, like through like switching Instagrams. She was like, "Oh, you know Temperex," and then she was like, "I put him on my." Um, magazine i don't know just random small world thing <laughs> did that make you want to do any other interviews and did you enjoy doing that i really enjoyed it but i just like like i i you're brave for doing it for like trying to interview people it's hard like it's so like not fun at, <laughs> at some points like you just sound corny or like i don't know i just don't want to ask this questions that most everyone asks um, yeah so you have to do like your research to like not bore the person and just have it be like some intimate conversation I think is important. Yeah. But I, I definitely think about interviewing people all the time, but I'd, I'd hope to do that in the in the future for like a zine or something, but I just haven't found the person. You should. Yeah. Yeah. I think it helps for me because I think everybody that I've interviewed so far, it's like their first interview. So mm-hmm. I can't, cause I think about that too, but mm-hmm. it's like those questions become basic when they've done a million interviews and right the same. right but early in people's career or whatever they're doing it's like you can't really go wrong I don't yeah, think. yeah 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 exactly i just want i just would hope to get it to the point where like it's yeah it's not just like a b c like type yeah. of questions where i could just have like a nice conversation with them and hopefully get something out that way because i watch interviews all the time like i love yeah. going and like researching or just seeing what my favorite artists have to say 
me too that's that's part of the reason that i wanted to do it i was like mm. i want to do that yeah i love interviewing yeah well and it also comes from just liking to have deep conversations with people yeah and like even if these mics were off i would love to just sit down right i here with you and just talk to you about whatever yeah. i probably wouldn't ask the same exact questions yeah, yeah of course but i think we def i think you've always been the friend to like want to tap in more with just like straightforward conversations that most friends have like when you're younger like just yeah just in terms of like having a deep conversation with a friend yeah more than anyone thank you yeah but i think these mics here just kind of subconsciously i just probably don't ask or talk about the same things that Mm -hmm. i would which is frustrating but that's why that's where i get into like i just got to keep doing it and get into you know repetition yeah. where i don't even think of yeah just get more comfortable yeah because i know i'm not comfortable yet yeah it'll i mean i'm sure it'll happen with time who, yeah, who are some just, of your favorite i feel like you might have talked about this before but is there anyone in particular that you enjoy watching their show like more consistently like uh like talk shows or interviewers podcasts people oh um if i could ask you a question really quick um well I just like seeing the artists that I like get interviewed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll tune into like whatever radio station, like whatever. So it's always different based on. Yeah, the different based on the artists that yeah. I like. But there's, I mean, there's a lot of people that get big, interesting guests, you know, like, uh, and that I think are good interviewers for different reasons. Um, Howard Stern, Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. uh, Mark Marin. They're pretty good interviewers yeah. for like different reasons. Yeah, I was just listening to Joe Rogan earlier. I don't know. I think I I, I judged Joe Rogan before he even like listened to any of his uh-huh. podcasts and, so, and kind of thought it would be a certain way. But yeah, yeah. he gets some pretty interesting guests. On, yeah, for all sure. over the place. And I feel like they 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 get pretty pretty intimate. Yeah, they get deep. And well, that's the thing is his style is a lot different. He doesn't really do the traditional like just asking questions mm-hmm. and they just they, he might interview someone and they just might talk about something completely unrelated to yeah, what the person yeah. does what he aims for so i kind of want to have a blend of like you know just straightforward questions about things but then just talking about but i don't know Shooting it's the shit yeah <laughs> it's hard to get to that space sometimes yeah for sure like what would we be talking about if i didn't Asking you ask you have you're always asking like the randomest questions i feel like you have the ability to get into that setting because you're always able to just fucking ask some random stuff <laughs> you mentioned earlier um talking about a therapist mm-hmm. and that's interesting to me because i always think about there i've never been to a therapist or anything mm-hmm. how does how does therapy work i haven't done it um in a couple of years I saw, I was, that was really just in high school. And I think it was just cause like me and my mom's relationship wasn't as close as she would like. And I, I, it's gotten better because I've just learned as a human, like I, I would like to have like a, a nice, healthy relationship with my mother, which I think it has been getting to that point, um, recently. Um, but I think it's not even just that, just in terms of like my own just happiness in life and just, um, like before, I think it was really beforehand, before I became an artist, like I really was confused about what I wanted to do and um, where I was in life. So I just think I needed some guidance, but it, it was cool. I mean, my 
I guess I don't know. Oh, I've never talked about this before, which is funny. But um, my therapist was chill. I don't know. I mean, I trusted him, and I felt like he guided me a lot in ways that I needed at the time. Um, and I feel like for myself, I I I just do that. Like I'm my own therapist. I mean, but I'm able to talk to like friends or like my girlfriend if I ever like am going through it or something. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I think at the time it was it, it was helpful, but. Plus, then you just start getting to a point where it's like, fuck, I don't want to do this like every week. I don't want to talk to this guy. <laughs> like, you, know, like, you just get annoyed yeah. and then you're like, I'm fine. Like I, I cried and bitched last week. Like I don't <laughs> want to do it this week, you know? Yeah. And so you're just like, at a certain point, I feel like I'm, I was, I was reading some like Earl Sweatshirt interview and he was just talking about how like, I'm going to be going through it every day of my life. Like I just have to like take it day by day and like, um, really i don't know just like be yeah like i said be that therapist for yourself and just like really guide yourself and um know that there's gonna be some some bad days yeah i mean well it sounds like uh around the high school years you had so much uncertainty and you're just thinking so much about the future mm -hmm. and now i mean based on what you've told me it sounds like you're more comfortable mm -hmm. in yeah, the spot definitely. that you're in and just kind of accepting yeah definitely um but what do you do maybe consciously to keep yourself happy or to you know keep things cool just like i think just find the things that make me happy whether it be like skating or like doing art or like going to hang out with friends or just like taking time for myself which i think i do majority of the time like go ride my bike or something like but also just be aware of that unhappiness and like just be conscious of it and just be like yeah it's like i'm i'm in it right now but tomorrow i'll feel better I don't know if that's the way that you should be doing like getting over it but i mean that's the way that i i i, I take care of it you just gotta uh how long have you been skating um i don't know that's a i feel like i was like on and off for a while but i got like serious about it when i was like 12 or 13 i'd say so what is that like 10 years or something i'd say like 10 years i don't know yeah. it probably doesn't show in my skating but i think it's been like 10 years something like that it's crazy how skating kind of is tied to so many things, you know, art-wise and music and so, like, mm. I feel like it can be a gateway to so many yeah, I think, different things. Yeah, I think before you came, I was thinking about, like, what you, like, how you were going to say, like, how did you get into art? And I was thinking, like, I think it all starts, as corny as it may sound, like, skating is how it really started for me because from there, I mean, skating it's always like that controversy if it's like a sport or not or if it's like a activity or hobby um and i don't know how i view it it's just fun for me but i definitely think yeah it definitely sparks like a a road to just being an artist because there's so many different things that come with it it's very like individual sport and like it's mixed with like music and like um just like clothing like fashion and i don't know there's like so many different spins uh, on it as far as it just being like a art artful thing yeah that sparked art art things for me like that's how i got into um from skating like i wasn't that good as a, as a skater at, at the park so i was like i still want to hang out so i started filming so then my friends would want to like hang out with me because i would film them um so then yeah i was filming for a long time and then i got like a different camera like a dslr and then i realized like that dslr can take photos and then that's how i got into photography and then from there, yeah, you just keep finding different things. Yeah, I think uh, 
getting into filming early on is a good uh i don't know gateway into meeting other people and it's mm-hmm. like i don't it's a pretty it's a pretty selfless thing i think to do like a lot of people they want to be filmed and stuff right. yeah, and then yeah. when the guy with the camera they're like oh shit like, yeah he's here no that was definitely my thing i was like the kid who always was filming every single kid at the skate park like i was doing like a thing where it's like 10 tricks where literally you just like film a 10 like a 10 trick part with uh someone like they would just get 10 clips yeah um so i had like a thing where i was always just getting like 10 tricks with matt 10 tricks with dj like it was just like my thing i don't know yeah. everyone would be like when's my 10 tricks coming i'm like next <laughs> week i'm like next week i'm working with blah 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 right now it was funny it was it was so fun like i feel like anytime i think about my childhood it's just like me being at the skate park or something and just filming and like yeah just always being at the skate park so yeah i get so then videography and photography were like your gateways into the art world definitely definitely yeah and then how did it evolve from there i think just wanting to keep going with it just being more curious about it i remember like my first introductions to like shooting video i think i think this like big skate video at the time when i started skating was fully flared the it was a lakai video i don't know if you've ever seen it but um it's ty evans spike jones helped directed it actually if you like spike jones um anyway um that was like something that was like oh this is sick like i can make a cool skate skate video and do you remember like the flip video cameras yeah the little like blocky ones oh, yeah, i remember I like yeah i remember you had one too i had one when i was like 12 yeah like 12 or 13 when i first started and i got like a little adapter ring and like super glue it was like a spacer so you could attach a lens to it i super glued the spacer onto the flip camera so i could so it had threading so i could screw on a fisheye to it so i was using that for a while just super like terrible rig um and then from there i got like a regular like handheld video camera and then from there i got a the dslr which also took uh, photos and then i think at the time odd future was kind of like being a a bigger thing that was probably like when we were in high school i was like 15 or 16 at that point and i feel like everyone in that crew and odd future like was taking photos of each other and plus since i was just like obsessed with that scene like it was just like cool to see everyone like them just taking photos of what they were doing like in the streets on fairfax and stuff i was so obsessed with it and plus they were shooting on film which really got me into it like that whole look of film i think everyone um gravitates towards film photography if you get into photography or at least for me so that's really what kind of like got me into wanting to discover more with with photography is like because i was just shooting digitally and i was like oh people are still shooting on film like this is so crazy and cool and yeah so i think just like having questions and just wanting to discover more there's a, there's so many different ways you can go with art or photography um in particular at that time i felt like there were so many different like avenues that i can go with um i feel like odd future kind of shaped a lot of the passions that people had in our area like just just the fact that they were accessible and kind of uh like they were there like people yeah. you'd see them at the skate park oh, all yeah, the time yeah, yeah. i don't know it was just proof of things being possible yeah I think a oh, lot of people sure. looked yeah, at yeah. them like they're right there yeah you know, i like, definitely think they sparked a lot of people to become artists yeah like me and myself yeah yeah so another passion of yours i guess clothing brands that you got what do you 
mm-hmm. booger yeah bad year booger boogers i think it's it's by now defunct yeah i, th- <laughs> I think i made a post and i was like yeah this is oh, you did? Yeah, yeah yeah i missed it yeah what i was mean the post I was just like, oh, I'm going to try different things. Oh, okay. <laughs> it just wasn't working out, Yeah. Um, which is fine, but it was cool while it happened. But yeah, Booger was uh, not the greatest name as I'm looking back. But at, yeah, at the time, it was fun to do. It was just like Booger skateboards and just trying to make like fun, cool, cartoony graphics. Um, and then I moved on and somehow Bad Year is what I've been working on lately. And that's 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 my, my baby right now that I'm trying to work through only i made that like two years ago in like 2018 another thing i think about is with artists and interviewing artists is how much do artists want to share mm-hmm. about their art you know do, yeah do people want to explain does a musician want to go in depth and say yeah this is what this song about is about and this is what the or do they want how much mystery and yeah i mean yeah that's i feel like that's up to the artists and like yeah whether they have something they want to say or like but also just like having to talk about your work sucks like you always either sound like pretentious or you sound like a dumbass like it never is fun to talk about your work but i i try to practice doing it because i think i'd like to have something to say well don't you ever have concepts or something that you're like oh shit like aren't you ever proud of yourself kind of in the moment maybe making it and you're like dang this is a cool concept and you maybe want people to know that when they're Mm -hmm. looking at it instead of just looking at it face value yeah i mean in that sense like you have like a like an artist statement or something or like i don't know there's like little summaries on like album artwork or something like in that terms are you saying like how much you want to talk about what this particular thing is about like an art piece Mm -hmm. yeah i guess so i guess that's a good response is you you can just uh you can choose to uh put as much out as you want yeah yeah um and then just say i don't want to talk yeah i mean there's plenty of artists who just release and they don't have like something to say behind it and people are just up to interpretation for themselves so it's really based on the artist but um i guess i i try to like include what i was thinking about as i was making it as much as i can but to some degree some people don't care or it doesn't come across yeah what you were trying to put forth i think there's also something to people coming up with their own explanations Mm -hmm. and maybe they wouldn't get to that spot if it was just given to them yeah or they yeah exactly would have a different interpretation yes 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 because i i think it's more common maybe in like music and movies but i remember like the new joker movie that came out Uh i remember seeing a interview with todd phillips and he i think they asked him about the meaning of something and he said I'll say what it is eventually, but mm-hmm. not right now. Yeah. I'll let people... Yeah. Perceive it as you want. Think about it for a little. Yeah. Because my initial question was going to be, what what was the idea behind Bad Year? Um, you're working on booger stuff, right? And yeah. And then do you reach a point where you're like, don't want to do that anymore and you have an idea? Yeah. There must have been conflict, though, too, to like maybe stick with something that you started or... Yeah, of course. Yeah, it definitely was like hard, but I think just like for my, I think it was just for myself. It wasn't even a matter of people um, having a reaction to it. It was just like I just felt like it wasn't engaging with me as much as this other thing that I felt like was. Because um, 
because I had been, I had like drawn something. I remember it was just a flip on the Goodyear blimp. I just remember drawing bad year. Um, and it just was like a funny phrase. It like, like kind of stuck with me. And like every time I post about it, some, somebody would say like relevant or like, like, yes, like today's times, like, it, like, you know, just something stupid like that. But like, obviously like there was something more to it. It wasn't just some stupid thing, but yeah, it was just, uh, it was just like a funny idea and a funny phrase at the time. And it still is for me, just like a funny phrase. Like anytime I'm, I wear it, people are like, people always like comment about it and are like, bad year. Yeah, like, haha. And it's just like having that um, interaction is just like cool to me. Um, so I think like from there, it, it really sparked me to want to like dig deeper into it and kind of work with whatever was going on there because it, it seemed like there was with that type of reaction that people were having to it. Um, and that and this, the name just comes from like kind of what I was talking about earlier, just like trying to see the good and the bad, like and just realizing like sometimes like, yeah, things aren't always going to go the way you want. So, I mean, I don't know. Do you think about the future of what you want to do with Bad Year? Because that's I mean, well, a brand is something that usually they kind of stick around for a little bit longer. And it seems like in your other art, you can kind of go through, you can still go through phases with bad year, I mm, guess, but yeah. like there's that constant, um, which is different. I imagine from photography and mm. other things. So do you have like plans for what you wanted, what you hope for? Yeah. With bad year? I, yeah, I definitely think about that all a lot is like going through different phases with the brand and like or whether it should be like constant and I think I'd really prefer for it to kind of go wherever I want it to go because it's my company and I have that ability um but obviously like have something as the overall for people to stick around with that's like consistent whatever that may be I don't know if I figured that out yet um but I definitely think I would want to be able to expand it to wherever it wants to expand whether it be like I have like a clothing store or something like that or how do you how do you deal with like the business side of having a brand and how how is that for you like marketing it yeah marketing it and the things that aren't you know most artists I guess um I I try to be good with it I mean it's not like I'm I'm super out there with the brand yet I mean it's just in the in the first stages of it um but I try to be like as like legit as i can with it like if people have like questions like if people dm me like um like i don't just do like uh, orders through online like if someone just wants to meet up I'd, I'd prefer that actually if someone's in la i'd love to be able to meet up and actually just like exchange it with them and just be able to say what's up really quick um but as far as like emailing people back and like I try to do like cool concepts for like the photo shoots or videos or wh however I'm releasing it, I try to because I mean, that's essentially how like you have to be able to sell it to someone. So you have to do it in a cool way. So that's where it's um, also nice to have it is that I'm in control of that too, the branding of it and like how the shoots are going. I'm doing the photo shoots. I'm doing the videos. I'm doing like everything for it. So that's hard. But um cool right now because i'm yeah. in control but yeah i think it's always best to i mean to know how to do things before you give someone else the uh, yeah yeah the leeway to do it mm -hmm. so for booger you reached a point where you're like yeah i'm not really feeling this anymore i don't really mm -hmm. want to do it mm -hmm. does that happen in other projects maybe where you're just working on something and you reach a point of i don't know you lose um 
you lose momentum or momentum or whatever will you put things down and come back to them later or do you just kind of drop it when it feels like yeah spark's gone i think i have like so many different projects going on all the time whether it be like a really structured like big group of work or just like a quick image on my hard drive i feel like there's so many different things that have the ability to spark into something bigger but when it comes to like i'm i want to stick with one thing like a particular idea and i'm trying to work through it and i get to a point where i just don't know what to do with it anymore yeah i'll usually like set it down put it to the side and like try to come back to it later um and if there's if i have the if i feel something again then hopefully i can work through it and like figure it out and complete it um but yeah definitely sometimes there's things where you're just like damn like this is not this isn't going anywhere and you just post it on instagram or something like it's just like a like throwaway. i don't know people i think a lot of artists have that just like stuff that they that they think is gonna be something but it just you just throw it away yeah like the uh you posted not too long ago that frame of the scorpion thing with the oh yeah yeah, yeah. the photo like that was supposed to be for something else yeah that was like like supposed to be like a bad year graphic but i just was i couldn't come up with like a good uh layout for it just a good graphic for it so it just became a photo i don't know and that's how like a lot of my art happens not a lot of it but it's like it has like a mind of its own it kind of guides its own wheel like its own vehicle whatever you want to call it like it 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 goes in its own direction sometimes and you you however much you want to be in control of it um i think it has art sometimes has a tendency to just kind of like become its own thing mm-hmm. at least for like the things that i make yeah um like when it comes to ceramics you can have like an idea of a structure of a vase but like you build it a little bit too wide or a little bit too skinny but it ends up being like working out um yeah what uh how'd you get into ceramics that was just out of like taking too many photo classes at otis at, at during during college and just being like fed up with only learning about photography and just wanting to try something different they were offering a class and I was like all right I gotta do something different I gotta try this out and um I think I had like pat like the ceramics room was never a place I like went into I was just like passed by it and like never like I just saw people on the wheel or just like hand building stuff and I was like that looks cool but um yeah I never really like knew anyone that like did it so then yeah i took the class and like from the first day i was like oh this is it this is this is sick like i'm gonna i know i'm gonna get really into this which i did like obviously um so yeah i just took a class really quickly and then just kept learning and kept learning and found out that i really liked it and i like it just because there's so many different processes and different steps like you start with building it like just the block and then you build it into whatever function if you're hand building or or throwing it on the wheel and then you could work with different, so many different clay bodies to begin with, high fire, low fire, different glaze, and then glazes is a whole different thing. And I don't know, there's just so many different ways you can go with it, which was like really exciting for me to just like, it's endless, it's, it felt like. And I felt like for photography at the time, it felt like it, it didn't come to an end, but it felt like it had come to an end for me because I had just taken so many photos and learned so much about it. Mm-hmm. And I think I was just like overwhelmed or just like done with it at the time. So I just needed to a new medium where I could really get, where it could feel fresh and new and I can experiment again. Yeah, sometimes I wonder if learning 
this might sound stupid, <laughs> but learning too much about something might make me not like it as much. Oh, no, got to. for sure. I hear artists talk about that all the time. That I think Temporex said that in the interview, or I just remember him mentioning that in the interview. But anyway, just artists talking about how, like, they need to, like, find something within their medium to make it, like, fresh and new for them to be yeah. exciting. I don't know. Because then, yeah, you don't want it to just get stale and, like, you get stuck. And I feel like for me, I'm always making so many different things, which is like um, hinders me maybe from like being like a good art. Like I don't want to be the artist that is just like, oh, he paints bas like he paints basketballs. I'm only referencing that because my friend Ruby has a series where she was doing sports themes, and she was like, I don't want to be the artist where I'm. I just paint sports stuff, you know. Yeah. But it's like at that certain time in life, you are like specific to what you're making. So then people just put that label on you. And then after that, you don't have the ability to like go in a different direction because people are so used to you making yeah. that type of music. I think artists talk about that all the time. Like Tyler talks about like he makes like a rock out al- or any artist makes like a rock album. They're known as a rock artist, but then they want to go and try hip hop. Like they don't they don't have that ability because everyone's like, no, stay like where you were good at, you know? Yeah, it's it's tricky because you know fans they liked what you gave them last time and yeah. they want the same thing but if you give them the same thing they're like well we want something different yeah so it's and i feel like i win yeah i feel like if anything i've hopefully set myself up where i i don't i don't like i don't even give them the advantage to be like give me that because i just i'm always doing something different at least i hope i tried to yeah um yeah well and i think it's hard as a visual artist because i feel like at least, I mean, I don't have the largest knowledge of, of visual art, mm-hmm. but the artists that I know, it's like, it seems like the most artists get big when they have something that's unified throughout their mm-hmm. art. And you can see like, oh, that's a Van Gogh painting mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. that's Picasso or that's, yeah, you know, whatever artist. Yeah, yeah. You got to establish Just, yourself yeah. in a certain way, but like, don't. I don't know that it's so tricky because I I think about that all the time. It's funny that you ask that. Like I'm always just like I have to do something else, like because I don't want to get stale and make like this type of painting or like this type of photograph. Yeah, but like at a certain point, I go back and forth because like I'll go back to like oh I need to make like one cons like one consecutive group of work because like that yeah exactly that's how you kind of. Um, are able to get out there like I have this you can't just be like I have this one vase that I made like you have to have like 10 of those yeah so people can see it as like a whole like from a the bigger picture you know so I know I know what you mean it's really it's really tricky when you want to like be experimental and do a bunch of different things but at the same time you kind of have to have like one consistent group of work which I think I'll get to one day I'm working on that right now while I have the time is just trying to focus in and like maybe yeah just do one one thing <laughs> maybe hone in on your style or something mm-hmm. like that yeah 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 because i mean there definitely are artists that i see that it's like oh they make a lot of the same type of looking stuff mm-hmm. and people who like it when they want to maybe purchase a big painting they want they don't want you to come with something different they right want yeah of they course they, they like. what they expected yeah um i wanted to so because you went into school with primarily doing photography and um, did you, I mean, did you think that that's what you were just going to do is just study photography in art school? 
yeah honestly definitely i think like my portfolio which is probably terrible if i look back on it is it was just like film photographs that i took of like us hanging out or like like just portraits or like going on hikes just like random photographs that i took um and i think like going into it like i had to I was really worried telling people that I was going to art school, so I had to, like, make it seem like I had a plan. Um, so I would always just tell people, like, I hope I can do, like, fashion photography and, like, editorial stuff and be in magazines, which is essentially what I wanted to do, like, what I had planned um, going there. Um, but once you go there, you just see so many different routes that you can go, and I realized, well, I can do all these different things. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't even realize all the different... Um pathways in art school until i went to otis and mm. saw one of the art shows of yeah. all the different floors and yeah, things yeah. that people were doing yeah and i think that's probably something that um you know i thought about when i was in high school it's like maybe when you first said you were going to art school i don't know what i thought at the time but it's like uh i just remember like i didn't tell anyone for a long time like i yeah. it was like my girlfriend at the time had told you guys i remember uh um, cause I was just way too nervous to like, even, I just didn't want to get like bullied or like, I don't know. I just, I, I wasn't even aware of the fact that I was going to art school at the time. So yeah. to try to tell people that I was going to, going to school to study art, just like didn't make sense to me. And I knew it wouldn't make sense to other people. So I was just like, I'm just going to try it out. Um, I, I just probably had a different concept of what art school was mm -hmm. just a, As did a more basic thought of people studying paintings or mm -hmm. maybe photos but that but looking back on it it's like that's what we were doing with all of our time i mean yeah, yeah, we, yeah. you know whether we're making t-shirts or yeah. we're drawing things or making music or filming yeah. videos like that all was everything that we were doing that's our way anyway. yeah it was what we were doing anyway so yeah. i was thankful enough to just be like well I'll, I'll just push through with that which is like I don't know it's it's really crazy to think about sometimes because you know there's always like parents being like and just people straight up just being like that's not going to get you money you know like yeah. that happens all the time but i mean overall i like i said like i i think about other friends that i know that went to college around the same time and like rekindling and coming back to them and being like what are you doing now and they're like no i'm just still in like santa clarita or wherever like their hometown and they're just working out of whatever yeah. just a retail job which is fine but i'm just like then i, I i'm more happy at, at the fact that like i'm i'm in the same position and i did something that I, I i enjoyed and like i'm happy that i was able to learn about something that i was already interested in i think when you're younger it's it's hard to not take criticism to mm -hmm. heart and yeah to not when people tell you oh, that's a stupid idea or something yeah. that you take it seriously but then i mean the older I've gotten, you just look at certain people and you're like, really, I'm going to take advice from this person. Yeah. Like, they hate their life. Like, right. I, I would be so miserable if I was doing what this person was doing. Yeah. Even if they're making money or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Just being, yeah, confident in what really matters to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm super grateful I was able to study art and my mom supported me through that. <laughs> I've thought about that too. Like, there's so many people just hearing interviews and stuff where they're like, you know, their parents said they were idiots for trying mm. to do whatever and just, you know, disown them for trying mm. to pursue whatever art passion. And it's like, I have parents who would accept me 
for doing any of that. Yeah. So, so what am I so afraid of? You right, know? right. It's like these other people who have so much to overcome mm-hmm. in that <clears throat> sense, like their own family hates what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and they did it. I got no excuse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, it definitely just makes me even more grateful that I had um, someone who supported me through that for sure. Do you maybe want to say some of your artistic inspirations? Or maybe right now, is there someone new that you came across? Um, I've been looking at this one ceramicist from like the ni- early 1900s. His name is Frederick Hurton Reed. He makes some really, really cool vases. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to explain. Um, but yeah, there's just like, just learning about like early American pottery. Um, that's like one guy that I've been looking at a lot. As far as like music, um, which is not an art thing that I do myself, but I, I feel like I, I listen to music a lot as far as art things related. Um, I'm going to get you in the studios. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get back. I always think about it. But anyway. Um, well, you should. I mean, that's the other thing, too, that I have to remember is you don't have to put everything out or... You don't have to do everything super seriously. If you're curious about something, yeah. just try it. And yeah, yeah. Nobody even has to know about it. Yeah, exactly. I just haven't, I don't know what I would, I, I, I wish I could learn an instrument. That's like one thing I, I wish I would have like done early on. You can. Yeah. But people are always, always say like, if you're not born with it, it's so hard to learn music. Or I don't know if that's true. I just remember my dad saying like if you like you should learn an instrument when you're really young so it just like comes to you more naturally than Oh yeah, for sure. I mean everything comes more naturally like yeah. learning mm-hmm. a language, any of that stuff. That's it's true. Like, that's true. But that's still not an excuse for not doing Yeah, I guess so. It. And there's, you know, some uh crazy good musicians out there who you have to understand that not knowing things can also be a advantage in mm-hmm. a certain oh, way. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like we were talking about that. Yeah. So there's, I mean, people who play the guitar upside down or do, yeah, you just yeah. do crazy stuff that you wouldn't have thought of if you yeah. went through a classical training of yeah, because you how don't, you're supposed to do this. Yeah, because you don't know that with the rules, you don't even have the rules to break them. Yeah. Just, and dude, the other okay. crazy thing is like musical instruments were all created by people. Like they're not like, yeah. they're things that were created. They're that not, they don't have a structure. They don't have like a rule book. Yeah. So who's... Saying what's to keep you from creating your own instrument right, or something? Yeah, yeah. This is just, you yeah. know, something that a bunch of people bought into. Right, yeah. It's kind of, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. I feel that. But um, going back to your question, any inspiration? It's, ho- it's hard. I, I feel like I get so overwhelmed if I'm, like, trying to shout out some, like, Instagram artists or looking at artists on Instagram. And don't even do it. Because um, I just, there's so many people that are doing cool things. But, I, I mean, if I do want to shout out anyone, it's just, like, my friends who are, around me and inspire me to just like keep going yeah people that i went to school with people that i've met over the years you my friend seb who lives down the street michael he does he's a tattoo artist my friend seb he does uh he takes photographs um mike seb sebastian rodriguez i should give him the whole shout out (laughs) um michael stroud is a really good tattoo artist ruby who was like my roommate for a long time um I went to school with she does like paintings sculptures she does it all too um Jonathan Collin he's another like good photographer really amazing photographer I could go on there's so many people that like are just in the LA scene that have like inspired me it's really 
Nice. What kind of uh, things are you curious about that you haven't had the chance to pursue yet or maybe in the future? Different mediums of art, maybe? That's a good question. I think music, for sure. Um, in terms of, like, what I'm already doing, like ceramics, I don't know how to throw, which I feel like I need to do is learn how to throw, uh, do the wheel. Um, so that, I mean, I already do ceramics, but that's something within ceramics I want to do that is anytime I try it, it's just so hard for me. So I really want to get into that. Um, meditation. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of different things I'd love to try out, but for right now, I think I, I shouldn't be trying to other, other things. Cause I already have a bunch going on that I need to like stick with one thing and like really push through with it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that answers your question. No, yeah, it does. <laughs> and I guess you'll know when it's, when just like you said with photography, you yeah. kind of burnt out on it, yeah. and then you needed to find something else, so you'll know yeah, when, yeah. I think when it's time. Yeah, to, something will inevitably find its way to me. Yeah, but I feel like whenever you're learning something new is the time when things can be so, I don't know, enjoyable. Yeah. To, like when you're just racing to get, like that's how it was when I first started doing comedy. Mm -hmm. It was like, so brand new and just out yeah. of my element that it yeah. was like so easy to yeah. like go back to it. I don't know. It was cool. Just flinging shit at the wall. And then, but once you have so much experience behind you, whether it's good or bad, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to tell yourself to change directions and do things different. Cause you feel like you've already kind of shaped who you are. Yeah. When you're learning something brand new, you can just go anywhere. You have no yeah. foundation in that, yeah. which is cool. That's when it's the best. And yeah. I always try to find that point of life. And that's why like, I'll, if, I, if something feels like too repetitive, you just find like find an artist that is doing something outside that way you're doing. If you shoot color film, find an artist who only shoots black and white film and see why they do and maybe try that. I don't know. There's so many, so many different things that you could try that makes it feel fresh yeah um so you should might as well do it <laughs> are you able to look back at your older art and stuff and still enjoy it and um be i think proud of it yeah i think there's there's definitely a lot where i am like oh god why did i do that but i mean yeah i think i've made art in the past like that's all behind me that i've, I've been like content with still but i mean there's always stuff that you can be content with but like hope that or wish that you could have like pushed it in a different way and like gone further with it um yeah but yeah i think i i think i've made art that i'm proud of in the past i could say do you have any uh particular goals that you or things that you dream about you know what do you yeah I, i'd like to have like a solo show starting like to present myself more as an artist mm -hmm. as a singular artist or group shows um but yeah I don't, I don't know i don't I, like i said i was trying to not think too too in-depthly about the future yeah. but of course i have goals I, I just to keep going forward and keep being a better artist and keep learning nothing in, sp in specific about like a bigger bigger picture but yeah just keep keep growing as an artist and yeah. keep getting better and making better work i guess is a goal for me one of my basic goals is just that i could just survive by right. just doing okay, my yeah, art, not yeah, yes, yes, work yes. some random, like um, a substitute teaching job or yeah. this yeah. for this random company. Yeah, yeah. If I could just even break even by mm. doing my art, mm. 
um, and what I'm passionate about and working for myself, that'd yeah. be like the ultimate yeah, success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, ideally being an artist and just making what you want sounds amazing, of course. But um, I know I'm always going to be an artist, whether what happens. But I, what you were saying earlier is like you work so hard to be an artist. I went to school for it. Like people will kind of expect you to be like in the in in the limelight of things. And when you're not, like yeah, that could be like you could feel like an idiot or something. But um, I I think I'm just trying to take it as a thing of just like I'm always just gonna keep going with it whether i'm i'm successful or not and if i'm like successful in myself and making my own work uh, i think that's just as important what are you gonna do today um, what have you done today i should have asked that at the beginning what have you, <laughs> done today? you could you could add it in there um i was at my girlfriend's house i had some banana bread i had some tea and then she I, was giving you uh test questions for your interview <laughs> no rehearsing. i asked her, i asked her though i was like can you can you prep me for this interview so i don't sound <clears throat> sound like an idiot um but she didn't she was like no you just have to go into it and i was like all right. i was like all right i guess that's that's true that's fair because that's how life is you can't edit it yeah um but i think it's hard too when you're doing interviews early on because so many of these celebrities that you see interviewed they've been asked these questions so you can kind of just tell that they'll end up going into the same stories that they've told a million times mm-hmm. and it's like they got it down yeah yeah but um yeah and from yeah that's that's training for me if anyone ever asks me these questions again i'll i'll hopefully be able to lay uh, it out better <laughs> hopefully i asked one or two that people won't ask again that can no for unique. sure i mean i'm yeah. obviously with it being from you i'm gonna go into it a little bit more definitely yeah what about you what did you do today just worked from eight to four. Oh, yeah, how is that? It's just chilling on the at home um, on the computer. It's super boring, and I don't like it. <laughs> but I really can't complain because I'm Cause making. I mean, I'm making more money than I did as a substitute oh, teacher. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess in these times, you kind of have to be grateful for that. Yeah, and I don't intend to do it for a long time. But it's like I don't have a ton of money saved up, right. so it's like I feel like I kind of gotta use this time and just no i get that try to if i yeah if i had that i would probably do the same thing <laughs> yeah um but i it, i already feel it kind of um getting toned down a little bit like they were like needing me super bad every weekend and stuff mm-hmm. and now it's kind of it seems like it's gonna slowly because they said it's only gonna be for like a month or two oh really initially yeah. and it's probably been a month now yeah and um so it's not gonna last forever so yeah. i just gotta go through it and it's frustrating because i don't have enough time to spend on the things i really want to do yeah. but i'll have more time in the future yeah but it's just i like getting used to staring at a screen for eight hours straight on the computer it just, sucks i had this this photographer asked me to like do some yeah just photo work like editing photos and i it's like it just eight hours of having to edit like one photo like dusting where you're just like on the same photo just super zoomed in and I was like, oh, I can't do this. Like, and it was like, it was a just like a cool opportunity for who the photographer was. I wasn't familiar with her, but they seemed like in the field of like editorial stuff. But I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, this is a lot. This is a lot on just on the screen. And I was just so anxious, like clicking. I don't know. That's <laughs> crazy. So I, I feel you. Oh, but one thing about this job is that it really uh, has given me more motivation to like 
grind on the things that I care about mm-hmm. in order to not have to do this shit yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah. Like that's one thing that you know, being not too comfortable can for better or worse make me more work harder yeah the things that um, you do enjoy i get that i mean that that comes with like a job all the time like when you have another passion it's like okay i I do this for this day and then i can go work on whatever i like doing yeah um but i mean obviously it gets hard when like that job isn't just that short-term job that you thought it was like you're working there longer and like you haven't gotten like things haven't picked up in the other thing but in those times you gotta just keep going for it and keep and know that there will come a day where you if you really like strive for the day to like not work at that job that you have to work at to make rent or whatever yeah like it'll come you just have to really want it and like yeah it'll be annoying well and also the like what the job is can kind of contribute to it because i rem- i know that mm-hmm. like doing this job it's a lot um i don't like it as much as i like substitute teaching mm-hmm. so I think in a weird way, it makes me think more about doing art when I'm done. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Cause it's just not as fulfilling, I guess, mm-hmm. or just. When do you think everything's going to end? Like when it does, whenever they say, whenever that is like, if this job dies out and like this thing's still going on, what do you, what are your plans? I think having like the time to do things taken away from you can make you like I have, you know, the weekends I'm like super excited to like work on stuff because like, mm. I have time, you know. Yeah, yeah. So if this job ends eventually, I feel like I'll be super motivated to like. Yeah, I feel like you're always like you have a good work ethic and you're always making stuff every day. Dude, no. <laughs> <laughs> or at least I. That's what I think. <laughs> that's crazy. I I. I think about that with you. That's crazy that you say that. <laughs> Like, I feel like you're always, especially like before doing this interview, just kind of like scrolling through your Instagram mm-hmm. or um, yeah. through your YouTube and stuff and like yeah. seeing all the stuff you've done. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't know, you just get reminded of that. Yeah. I'm always making, but I'm never like, the making doesn't mean that I'm succeeding. I guess like I'm just, I could be making something pointless. What do you mean? Like, I, I'm always, yeah, I'm always working at something, but it's not like it's ever going to be, it's not like it always is successful. Like, it sometimes it, I fail a lot, you know? Like, I fail a lot at things that I'm making at, and it takes a sec to get to that point where I make, like, a completed thing. As I'm sure music does. Yeah. Producing. Well, so, so what, how do you, how do you define something as a success or a failure? That's a good question. <laughs> um... I, it's just honestly it's just within myself like I get to a point where like I'm like okay this I'm ready to release this this is like the final structure of like what I wanted it to look like mm-hmm. um, sometimes there's like certain things like you could tell when all the negative space is filled in on this on this uh, painting this pot like yeah it's done but like obviously there's things where it's like it's never done yeah um, but at a certain point you have to be or you just have to come to terms that like you have to just release it. I mean, the thing for me is like with school, like I had deadlines, so things had to come to a end. But like with now, like it's just like I don't have like a certain deadline. Like I'm not working for anyone to like get this certain graphic done in a certain time. So mm-hmm. I, you have to just set those times for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll like put like reminders on my phone, like release 
sweats this month, this week or something like that. Yeah. Um, but then I feel like motivated to get it done and like come to a point where I feel like it ha- it's just done. If that makes sense. And I, and I feel like, uh, you know, putting things out there for the world can kind of motivate you to keep going. Yeah. It's like you can spend so much time before you actually do it. Mm-hmm. But even if something's not perfect, it's it's never going to be perfect. Yeah, yeah. I feel like with all my work, it's it's never at a point where I want it to be, but it just has to be at a point where I'm like yeah. content with it. Yeah. And you see uh, the progress. Yeah. You know, you can't see the progress if you don't put the first things out. Yeah. But also, I mean, like doing this podcast, it's like I have more pressure, I think, on myself to like keep doing them. Like I want to do them weekly. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? So I know you were quick to to respond to me. You're like, let's do it tomorrow. I was like, okay, <laughs> like, shit. Yeah, because I don't, I don't. <laughs> like I you don't, don't know. I you feel don't weird want... about reaching out to people. Mm-hmm. And so since you said on there, I hope I can be on one day. Yeah. I'm like, okay, he. He just told me he wants to do it, <laughs> yeah. so I... Yeah, no, I'm glad it. you took that, because I like... Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you weren't just like, okay, and then, like, waited, so it worked out. I don't want anyone to do it if they don't want to. Yeah. That's what I'm always afraid of in anything. It's like... Which, it's that person's fault if they say yes, so Yeah. you really shouldn't <laughs> worry about it too much, but it's always... I always have that in my mind of uncertainty is, like, is this this person says that they want to be doing this or that this is how, but do they really mean it? Just always not being. Yeah. No, I get that. Someone's just maybe lying to make you feel good or something. Of course. Cause that happens all the time where people, yeah. will just say, yeah, because they feel bad. Yeah. I get that. (laughs) But that's on them. You get in a way it's like teach them a lesson. Yeah. (laughs) I guess you deserve to go through it. I guess so. Yeah. You just don't want to be that person. But honestly, it's like, if you have that in your mind, you're not going to be the kind of who can be mad at you for asking once, you know, if you're some pushy person guilting them into it, mm. which we'll never be because we're conscious of this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when someone can be mad, but you can't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think, yeah, I don't think you should put that pressure on yourself because I don't think you come off as like the annoying interview guy who just wants to like get you on his podcast but i was excited to do this because you're my friend and you're starting this new thing and like we were talking about having it be new it could just be fun and we can just have a conversation like we did yeah i mean the biggest thing for me was just like i thought about even just doing this kind of well i actually did like um I started kind of just recording podcast. I don't know. I just had this idea in my head to like document things Mm -hmm. because it's cool to look at old photos and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It came from this like desire that I had of like, dang, that'd be cool if I had like, I have a picture of me as a five-year-old kid or something Mm -hmm. like looking at it and just being like, I wonder what he was thinking or what was going on. So it came from like, kind of a selfish personal thing like I, that'd be cool if i had a conversation or like audio of me just saying not just stupid shit but like actually deep like what yeah. what were my problems when i was 10 years old and right, like right, what right. was i thinking about the yeah. world i was so curious and i was like do you i don't like, have that do you like write in a journal 
Um, I mean, I have on and off throughout mm. my life. Yeah. So yeah. that's cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, I guess this could be like a form of journaling too. But then, so so that's mm-hmm. why, yeah. Um, like a over a year ago or something, I began just like recording myself talking. Yeah. I, I tried. <laughs> I, I was like, I wonder if I could just talk for like an hour or two see yeah. how long i could talk so i got yeah. in my car and just like turn on yeah, yeah. the recording it's <laughs> super weird at first to just talk yeah. but for that it's good with headphones yeah but yeah. just talking and um i'm like that'll be cool to look no those that, are even more personal because i'm i never intended on listening to them but. yeah no those are great i think i mean like i've been journaling for like five the past five years and yeah just in in terms of that same desire like interest of just like having everything like categorized and like archived about my life and like i'm always i always take like self-portraits of myself like when i have long hair i have a beard like it's just cool to see like that i have all these different phases i don't know like i feel like that's what got me into photography is just this 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 straightforward picture taking of like moments that i don't want to forget and sometimes they come across a little bit more intimate and become a little bit more magical and come to a point where you publicize it Mm. sort of yeah i mean because that's like how my dad would do a lot like he would always just have like a a a point and shoot or just like a little film camera and take pictures of like the family or have the video camera Mm. on christmas and be like hey bryce like what do you have to say it's christmas like (laughs) say something type of thing and i just like love that i don't know it's really just sweet and yeah like you said it's just nice to like be able to look back and be like oh look at us in our youth or something or look at us last summer like i'm sure there's gonna come a day when i'm you know 55 and i'm like i wonder what i was doing when i was 23 you know yeah yeah. so why not capture that yeah i always try to keep my art like archived by year so i mean well that's like with the journaling thing it's nice to have it by year like this exact date what was i doing on mm. that saturday i like oh let me, i could show you actually mm. um but it's just nice to even do that with like photos and art but even like when i'm trying to organize it on my hard drive i always try to keep it by date so i could like reference it would you consider yourself a nostalgic person yeah i think i feel like i'm always looking back on the past and like referencing stuff from my childhood or just thinking about yeah growing up as a as a kid or something yeah yeah i like you did the one project that was kind of based around where you grew up i guess like that was like a quick thing i did for class but yeah it was called i think i called it awesome town because that's what valencia is called and it was just a bunch of photos from yeah that time because i feel like being away from there yeah was just like this big thing for me which it was i mean because I was living in LA and like not in the suburbs of where I grew up. So it was just like, I had all these images. Yeah. They were very nostalgic to me of you and like friends at the skate park and just being outside your house and stuff. Yeah. That, that was what I was going to say to you is getting away from even Valencia mm-hmm. caused me to like appreciate it. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I think it's just natural for kids to just be like, Oh, this place sucks. You yeah. Know, there's nothing to do here and stuff yeah. like that. But, but we made it we made it a a dream yeah as much as we could i feel like we entertained made it entertaining for us as much as we could yeah uh 
Okay, is there anything else we need to touch on? I don't think so. <laughs> Do you feel like we're done? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could obviously we could keep talking yeah. about whatever, but at a certain point, <laughs> yeah, we got we got to cut it. Do you have any advice for the um, you know, people that the are people out there hanging the people out? People out there that are Yeah, um <laughs> I guess I have to have some some advice or something to say. Yeah, just I don't know, keep going, taking it. Keep going, take it day by day. Take care of yourself. Stay happy. Stay motivated. Hang out with your friends. Your dog, if you have a dog. And, uh, yeah. Just keep making stuff if you're an artist. Or just keep doing what you're doing. And try to stay, stay up there. Stay happy. Stay happy.